Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. What's up, guys? Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about press releases, how you can get high results with this method. I know that someone is thinking that it's obsolete, you can't get results, but I think it depends on your approaches, how you can use it. So I'm excited to discuss this topic with Tony Peacock. How are you? Good, thanks, Anatoly. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm doing great. I remember you shared a lot of valuable insights in our first podcast. So I'm excited to learn more about LinkedIn building because uh, you know from my experience i usually get uh, much higher results uh, by setting link building campaigns with my clients so yeah i i love to learn and get something new uh, today we have a sponsor ihrefs seo tools and resources to grow your search traffic what do you think tony about ihrefs uh they're my number one tool oh nice <laughs> i think all link builders love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i think i think um i think ihrefs have the best resources and uh, they also don't use strange terms like toxic or spam score or something like that. If you log into your Google search console, Google doesn't have that terminology, spam score, toxic, noise. Um, and so a lot of these you know, third-party platforms like SEMrush, uh, Moz, you know, they have their own algorithms, they have their own opinions. And of course, they need to create a little bit of fear so, uh, you know, because they're on a subscription business model and, uh, of course, they want keep people to keep paying every month uh, to make sure they haven't got any toxic links or spam links or something like that. Whereas Ahrefs, uh, they don't get into all of those crazy terms because Google doesn't. And so I think Ahrefs is the best tool with the best resources, and uh, that's why I use them to check websites. Love it, love it. Yeah, I think Google Search Console is is good tool. It's a must-have, but if we compare to Ahrefs, uh, I think, you know, uh, I usually check out uh, ranking positions on Google Search Console because we can get these insights from Google itself. But uh, about link building, uh, you know, Google shares only a tiny percent of your links and you can't get metrics like keyword difficulty and many other stuff. So, yeah, that's why Ahrefs is a must-have for link builders okay before we start just tell more about yourself your experience background remind our uh, audience about you why you uh, decided to uh, spend your time with link building and press releases well um about 10 years ago i moved to russia and mm -hmm. um i didn't speak russian and uh I needed to create an income, so I started working with YouTube and building YouTube channels and selling those to Russian companies. Uh, and that, of course, led to trying to rank videos. Uh, so I then created a group called the Video Marketing Group, um, started inviting people to that, and, of course, uh, I started moving more into link building. I still rank videos. I mean, if you go to YouTube and, you know, search for how to rank a YouTube video or SEO services or buy backlinks, you'll see Link Daddy. Uh, for many years, I did all that by myself, and then I started to build a team. I created a brand, uh, you know, Link Daddy, Who's Your Daddy, mm -hmm. and... Um, uh, that was back in 2019. Now I have like 40 staff. And so, 
you know, basically what Link Daddy does is we supply niche relevant backlinks, geo relevant backlinks. We power up domains uh, to give domains more authority to help with, you know, uh, organic rankings. Uh, and of course, part of that uh, was uh, getting into press releases. So that's the topic for today. So I, you know, press releases are really more for branding and public relations, but you do get some SEO value from them, but you shouldn't be doing, uh, you know, press releases purely for SEO because that's not really the purpose of what a press release is for. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, can you tell, uh, I have the first question about press releases. I know that uh, some uh, specialists use uh, obsolete techniques uh, with, uh, when they set up press releases campaigns and we can get uh, not good links, you know, from spammy websites. Can you tell uh, how to find the right way that uh, actually uh, work today uh, and uh, why it's important to... Uh, to change approaches from uh, obsolete techniques uh, by setting press releases uh, with modern ones? Um, well, I don't know what the obsolete uh, processes okay. are uh, myself. Um, because I have a lot of customers, there was, you know, questions about press releases. Mm -hmm. And I knew I knew of two companies. One is selling like three and a half press re, three and a half thousand press releases a month, and another one apparently is selling seven thousand. And so I started doing a lot of research into the area, and I uh, basically came up with a system uh, that I believe is a great system. I'm actually using EIN Presswire. So they have a very uh, different approach to how they distribute the press releases. So what, when people come to LinkDaddy, we write the press release and we distribute the press release. So if someone's looking to get a press release uh, sent out, often the companies won't write the press release. They'll only distribute it. And this is where a lot of companies get a little bit confused. Um, what I'm focused on is pretty much, uh, you know, the country in which the press release needs to be distributed in, and then also uh, the city, the state, and also the categories, the di like the different niches. And so, you know, when someone comes to me and gets a press release, we'll write a press release, a 500-word press release, or 750-word or a 1,000-word press release, and uh, then we'll distribute it only in the country that they want to be distributed in, plus at a city and state level, plus at a niche level. Uh, it also goes out to a massive directory and social media and a mobile app that, you know, hundreds of thousands of people have downloaded. goes out to journalists and all that kind of thing. Um, but that's the way I do it uh, because I'm trying to help customers actually get traffic. So mm -hmm. that's what I, that's what I've noticed. Like most of the time press release companies uh, are going, you know, it's, it's a no follow link uh, because typically press release companies are Google news approved. So they don't want to ruin their reputation with Google. Uh, and typically they're going to purge the links. So the links really are only valid for about 30 days. Mm -hmm. um, 
So you will get a link on the newsroom, which will last. Uh, but, you know, when it goes out to all the other media, typically those links will only last for about 30 days and then they get purged. So if you're going to be doing a press release, you should be thinking about doing one every 25 days uh, to a month. And so that's, you know, like 12, 13, 14 press releases a year. Uh, and that's like that will give you a steady flow of obviously no follow links. Some of them are do follow, but most of them are no follow. But uh, of course, um, that's going to give Google some good uh, indicators because your brand is constantly being mentioned. And that's really important, uh, you know, when it comes to ranking. Google's uh, putting a lot of attention on branded and naked URL anchor text. So when your brand's being mentioned in the press release, uh, you know, that sort of like ties in with, you know, all of your other citations, the name of your business. It, it d definitely does help with SEO, but of course you want to use press releases to help drive traffic to the site. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. You know, uh, I remember a few studies uh, about guest posting and uh, according to the studies, uh, webmasters can't get uh, traffic uh, by using these techniques. Yeah, they can get some, a tiny percent of traffic, not a lot. Uh, it's, in most cases, webmasters create the strategy for the sake of links uh, to satisfy uh, Google's algorithms. What about press releases? That means we can get uh, high traffic by uh, setting uh, press releases campaigns, not only for uh, the sake of uh, getting ranking. Well, I'll, I'll first of all, I'll talk about the guest posts. Um, mm -hmm. You know, every man and his dog is sending out emails every day about, hey, I can get you guest posts and all their attention is on uh, sites that have good metrics. Uh, but what really people should be looking at is getting guest posts on sites that get a lot of organic traffic. Uh, the metrics aren't as, as important as the traffic is because, you know, if you've got a site that's getting, you know, 5,000 organic traffic, uh, even though their metrics might not be very high per Ahrefs, Google is still considers that site as having authority because it's getting traffic. You see, so getting a guest post on a website that has a, you know, DA of 50 or 60 or something like that, or a DR of, you know, 81 isn't, an, you know, that gets virtually no traffic uh, is not actually that powerful of a link. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's something that people need to take into consideration if they're buying guest posts. Typically, if, it, if you get an email from someone from India or Pakistan or Bangladesh, uh, they have a set list of links. Um, they're the ones not to buy. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the, the best guest post is when you're actually manually outreaching to people within the niche who are getting organic traffic and you get a unique link. You're the only person on the page and maybe the only other two links on the page are, you know, one is an internal link to another page on the site and another link would be linking out to an authority site on that subject. Uh, in terms of uh, press releases, uh, of course, you know, a lot of those sites are getting traffic and a lot of those sites have good metrics, not all of them, 
but um, you know they are news sites, so they are getting a lot of traffic. So even though it's a no-follow link, what you're most interested in with press releases is actually promoting the brand. Um, and of course, it's good to have some no-follow links coming into the site. If you've got only do follow and no no-follow, that looks a little bit suspicious as well. So mm -hmm. uh, fr from an SEO perspective, press releases are good to sort of give a little bit of balance of no-follow and do-follow, but the main reason why you should be doing a press release is to keep putting the brand there uh, because it builds up trust. You know, if someone types your name, your brand into Google, uh, well, probably they're going to see some of those press releases pop on page one or, you know, maybe page two. And then they read the press release. So that, that kind of tells somebody, hey, this business is a real business. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the press releases that I put out, uh, we often will include a quote, like a five-star review, actually in the press release. Uh, we include a video. Uh, we in also include the Google map. So a lot of distribution places will give you a choice. You can either choose a video or a map. You don't get both. But with my system, you get both a video, you get a, uh, your Google map embedded, and also uh, your website gets iframed, assuming it meets the criteria like it's HTTPS. Uh, your website also gets iframed. And... You know, for those who know a little bit about uh, SEO, an iframe is like a do-follow link. So even though the link's coming to the site and no follow, the iframe is actually like a do-follow link. So in, in, in effect, you are getting a do-follow link, but it's not a, an anchor text link. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, you mentioned a few times about no follow, do follow, uh, spam score, many other metrics. Uh, from your uh, experience, can you tell, for example, Google denies all these metrics. Uh, we know about that, that Google, uh, I remember when someone asked on Twitter, uh, John Mueller, uh, what do you think about uh, the metric uh, domain authority? Uh, does it exist? And he replied, yes, of course, it exists. It's metric most, <laughs> not Google. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what do you think? Uh, do we need to consider this metrics that Google deny and uh, why it's important to consider them? Um, I, I, don't, I don't believe in anything like white hat, black hat or anything like that. Uh, they're made up terms to scare people because ideally at the end of the day, there's a lot of misinformation to create confusion. And when a person's confused, then they end up giving up. And of course, they just buy, uh, buy uh, pay-per-click, which is obviously the goal of Google. Google once uh, provides the search engine because they want to sell advertising. Uh, I myself don't get into all of the terminology. Uh, the only thing that really matters at the end of the day is, you know, are you ranking or are you not ranking? So um, regarding domain authority, this type of thing, Ahrefs, uh, they have what's called DR, which is domain rating. Um, and so that's a metric that looks at uh, the weight of the sites actually linking to your website. So I have a service called the Domain Power Booster. 
Uh, now, when I look at someone's website, maybe they might have a DR of one or two or five. And then once we do the domain power booster after 30 days, they're going to have a DR of over 30. Okay. So for the not so educated, they would look at that and see, wow, DR was two and now it's 30. And they go, wow. But actually the real power is the 200 referring domains that we create on high uh, domain authority sites, which are all no follow. It's kind of like a mix of profile links, blogs, uh, this type of thing. We create up to 200 accounts. First of all, we create a Google account, we profile it, and then we go and with that Google account, create manually create all of these uh, accounts on these 200 sites. Uh, and of course, it definitely boosts the DR, but the real power is actually the referring domains, uh, um, and which then increases the organic rankings. But in order to show somebody something was done, you know, they see DR2, they see DR33 or 35, they don't really have to understand what we did. They can see something was done, you know, because before it was this and now it's that. So it's a good uh, before and after proof that the work was done. But the real power is actually getting those links from these high domain authority sites, which then increases the organic rankings. Because as I mentioned, I think in the last uh, interview we did, you know, if you take a roofing company in, in a city like Miami, uh, maybe there's 200 roofing companies on every website Every website is going to have pictures about roofing. Uh, it's going to have content about roofing. So, you know, when, when Mr. Public comes along and types in, you know, roofing company Miami, uh, you know, if all websites have content about roofing and pictures about roofing and terms about roofing, well, Google's got to look at those 200 roofing companies and say, well, you know, out of these 200, which ones do we put on page 10? Well, if everybody's got the same content and roofing pictures and so on, well, obviously one could assume that there must be something else that they must look at to determine which 10 out of the 200 did they put on page one. And so that's where things like traffic, brand awareness, authority, popularity, that's where that kind of stuff comes into play. And that's why you should be boosting your domain authority because if, you know, out of the 200 roofing companies, if you've got some really good referring domains linking back to your site and the competitors don't, well, that's a good indicator to Google because, you know, a backlink is kind of like a vote. Um, you know, it, it sort of determines the popularity of the website. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Valuable. Yeah, love it. Love it. <laughs> love your explanations. Okay, uh, let's talk uh, more about uh, press releases. Uh, can you tell which tools can help to uh, create press releases uh, and uh, how to use them correctly? I mean, like uh, to use all possible features and set up the right message to uh, journalists and other publications? Um, I, In my honest opinion... Uh, I think a business should not worry about trying to write a press release themselves mm -hmm. uh, because, because what tends to happen is uh, they write advertorial instead of news. 
mm-hmm. uh, because they're they're trying to sell themselves, and so they'll go to submit their press release and it'll be disapproved because it's too it's too you know it's too much like an ad. Um, what I decided to do was to uh, basically keep my pricing down very low to give local businesses and, you know, people with Shopify stores and e-commerce stores, uh, you know, the opportunity to focus on their business and just outsource the press release to someone like LinkDaddy. So we, we charge like $49 uh, to write the press release, a 500-word press release, which includes one image, a video, uh, the website I framed, three keywords, uh, can link out to three different links, social media like their Facebook page, their Twitter, uh, their LinkedIn, uh, and then one other social link. So that could be Instagram or Pinterest or YouTube channel. Um and then we're syndicating that press release for $49, a 500-word press release. Now, if, if they themselves went to EIN Presswire and bought one press release, which just is purely the distribution, they would pay $99. But what I'm offering them is a press release for $49 using EIN Presswire, the same distribution, which includes uh, having the press release written for them. So, you know, a business owner, at the end of the day, we've got 24 hours in a day. Everybody's the same. It doesn't matter whether you're a billionaire or sleeping on a park bench. Everyone's got 24 hours a day. That's one of the guarantees in life. 24 hours a day and death. <laughs> you're gonna, it's, yeah. it's guaranteed you're going to die and it's guaranteed there's only 24 hours in a day. So, you know, if you're in business, then you need to uh, consider how valuable is your time. So you soon work out, like when I started LinkDaddy, I was doing everything myself because I was afraid to share the money. I thought, no, I need to do it all myself because I need to keep the money. But then I actually employed someone uh, and it just kind of happened. My friend needed to, you know, he needed to offload one of his VAs. He said, this guy's trained. I said, oh, I don't know. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll give it a go. It's a bit scary. Well, now I've got 40 staff because I've, you know, that's how I've leveraged my time. So instead of me doing all the work, I now have 40 staff doing it. So, you know, if someone that's listening to this podcast, they need to work out, well, how valuable is their time? And, you know, they are better off actually working on building their business and selling their products rather than, you know, trying to do a press release, like they could just outsource the press release for $49. You know, probably their time is worth more than $49, you know. Uh, So my my advice to your listeners is don't try and write a press release to yourself. Go and find a company who specializes in it and pay them because they know how to write the press release. They know how to get it approved and they know how to get it syndicated. Whereas if you do it yourself, you submit, you get it rejected, you try it again, you get it rejected. And, you know, that's all time wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, I agree it, with you. And to answer your question, I don't know what the tools are. Uh, I, have, I have people on my team who write the press releases and then I use EIN Presswire to syndicate. Um, 
but you know, obviously a press release needs a good title. It needs a good subtitle. Um, it needs to be newsworthy. Uh, and depending on the system that you're using, usually they only let you get one link. My system allows three links. Um, and, you know, you want to try and get a video embedded. Uh, or, and if you can, get your map embedded if you're a local business. Um, you know, because it's branding and now you're, you know, you're publishing a Google map like, you know, the Google map for a local business is super important. And, you know, Google loves it when you share that Google map. That's why they give you an MBEN code because they want you to publish their content, uh, videos and maps. That's why they give the, you know, the embed code because they want you to publish Google content. <laughs> yeah, love it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that because I know that, uh, uh, for example, you mentioned that we have 24 hours. I want to have 48 hours. You know, it's not enough for me <laughs> to handle all processes that I have. But uh, I agree that it's better to delegate to someone who understands how to do it the correct way, yeah. who has the process, who has a team. Because, uh, for example, I can't create content. I can't create all the building campaigns. I can't create many other things. But I have a team who can handle. And, you know, right. if I can't uh, provide some specific tasks from my clients, I usually cooperate with other specialists online. I have my network, for example, I can cooperate with you, you know, if I need to set up this PR campaigns. Uh, and uh, I'm interested, you know, about existing content. For example, do we need to have high quality uh, content on website uh, if we are going to uh, start uh, uh, press releases campaigns or uh, we can build this campaign uh, in some time for example uh, why I am asking about that because I have clients with poor content they are working to improve it it takes time yeah to uh, create high quality content uh, to submit on website to optimize uh, but can uh, these companies start uh, press releases campaign before creating this content. They have websites, but it's not good uh, today. What do you think? Um, they should be doing press releases because mm -hmm. you know it takes it takes time um, for everything to get filtered through on the search engines. Mm -hmm. um, so even though you might not have perfect content today, but you might have it improved in thirty days, well. You know, if you start doing press releases, that's putting the brand there. It says, hey, we exist. We're actually real people, you know, because someone who's uh, a bit tricky and is just out to rip people off, they don't spend money on promoting the brand necessarily. You know, like a genuine business cares about his brand and they're trying to promote that. So the idea would be to get the, the press releases done be making videos, uploading videos to YouTube and, you know, obviously link everything back to the site or the internal page if it's about a product, on, you know, that you're promoting uh, and then, you know, constantly be working on the content. So it's not like you should get the website absolutely perfect before you do any branding. You should just start branding uh, and then work towards making your website better and better by adding good content. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I think you know it's not only about a month. It takes six months, you know, to create high quality content. You know, to uh, cooperate with copywriters, designers, content managers, uh, web developers. You know, yeah, it takes time. Uh, of course, we wanna uh, create for a week. But, you know, from my experience, when you set up all this task, it takes months, you, you know, yeah, to get such content. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I, I have the question about uh, uh, can you tell the average data uh, that uh, how, uh, for example, from your experience, uh, how press releases can help to boost uh, SEO rankings? Uh, for example, if you set up a few campaigns, uh, got like, I don't know, uh, let's uh, count like 20 links, uh, high co- uh, authoritative links. How, uh, from your experience, uh, can you check out how it helps to boost or uh, it depends as usual? Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of these press release sites have a lot of authority, but mm-hmm. it's no follow. So um, it is still actually a powerful link. It's just no follow. So mm-hmm. Google does actually look at that. And so if you've got a website that's got only do follow links and no, no follow, that for starters is kind of like it's not natural. So mm-hmm. it's good to have some no follow links. But it kind of, at the same time, it doesn't make any sense to go out and pay for a guest post that's a no-follow link. So if Google wants to see no-follow links, we'll use that to your advantage. You get press releases because that gives you the mix of the no-follow links, but it also helps promote the brand. So you're getting getting like a a good bang for your buck. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't go and build a backlink uh, or reach out to a site to get a backlink just to get a no-follow link. That's kind of like a waste of time. So how you get your no-follow links is by getting press releases because that's also going to promote your brand. So mm-hmm. there's kind of like two things here. There, there is some SEO benefit with the no-follow links because not all press release platforms are no-follow. Some of them are do-follow. Um, but most of them are no-follow. What I'm going to be offering my customers is I'm actually in the process of building 100 newsrooms right now, Uh, and those newsrooms will be categorised. So we've got about 25 categories, so that means like uh, 2,500 newsrooms. So if someone's got a press release about, about a chiropractor, uh, or a press release about roofing, or a press release about... um, I don't know, uh, sauna beds or something like that, then uh, their press release will then get syndicated across 100 newsrooms for that niche. And those links will be do follow. So I'm actually doing a domain power booster on each of those URLs. We're doing cloud stacks. We're doing a Google stack. So we're actually really building up the power to these newsrooms. And then, of course, we take the person's press release and then further syndicate it across these newsrooms. And that will be super powerful as far as SEO because it will all be do follow. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it, love it. Uh, okay, let's talk about finding uh, the right uh, company who can help, you know, to lead uh, your press releases in the right direction. I mean, like to create nice uh, press releases campaigns. Can you share your tips? For example, if someone want to uh, cooperate with you or find someone else, provide insights how to filter out from uh, 
mediocre specialists to specialists who can provide high results? Um, well, you know, some, some people, you know, like one of the obvious questions is going to be what's your distribution like? So um, if someone just sends a CSV file with a whole bunch of links, uh, you can, you know, that's, that's not that very professional. So, um, you know, I send a very, very comprehensive report of all the different places that the press release has been distributed to, industry magazines, uh, where it got distributed in their state, in their city, uh, it's, it's a very comprehensive, uh, you know, uh, distribution report. So, you know, if they're looking to, you know, do a press release with somebody, they, they want to look at, well, give, show me the report. And if the report is just a CSV file, uh, you know, with a logo that's been copied and pasted onto it, then, you know, probably it's not the best service. And really, that's just a reseller trying to make a make a dollar. Um, you know, not everybody on on Fiverr is is uh, is legitimate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, you want to. I mean, you you got to do your research. I mean, I spent mm-hmm. I spent a week uh, reviewing everything. I mean, some people, uh, are charging $250 for what I do for $49. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, a person can go to Google and of course, a lot of these distribution sites are ranking quite high for those terms. And, you know, they may, may be a little bit lazy and click on the first one and then they're paying 250 bucks just for distribution. That doesn't even include the writing of the press release. So the reason why I can offer $49 for 500 words is because I invested a very, very large amount of money and negotiated a price uh, to keep the prices low. So I don't really make much money on the press releases. I mean, you know, we're talking a couple of dollars. Uh, But where I will make my money is on the newsrooms because then I want to be able to upsell the newsrooms and say, hey, look, the press release was only $49 and we distributed out to all of this media, news sites, Google, Yahoo, uh, and, you know, all these industry publications. But what we can do now is we can take your press release and syndicate them across all these hundred newsrooms and this is the metrics on those sites and this is how powerful it is and it's all do follow and we'll charge $200 for a syndication. Uh, but they're going to get like 100 referring domains and they're all going to index because we'll actually spin the press release. You see, that's another thing that a lot of people don't realize is that when you get your press release syndicated, it's exactly the same press release on every site. Mm-hmm. So Google is only going to really rank the one that's on the original source. So when, when someone comes to us and they use our newsrooms, we're going to spin the press release to make it unique so that when it gets syndicated across 100 news, newsrooms, it's actually 100 unique press releases, which means it's not duplicate content. So that means they're all going to get indexed. And so that, that's, that's why it's going to be super powerful. Can you tell how you do it <laughs> to create 100 releases from one? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. 
Uh, well, first of all, you have to have the newsrooms, and then we're using some very advanced technology to do with RSS feeds. Uh, and, you know, we're basically using like Word AI, something like that, to actually spin the press mm -hmm. release to make it unique. Okay, and then we use RSS feeds to then syndicate that spun press release across the 100 newsrooms. But, of course, we're, it's subdomains on the newsroom. So the subdomain might be home services, for example. So if the press release is about a roofing company, then they would get syndicated across the 100 newsrooms, like so homeservices.newsroom.com, for example. And so, you know, there'd be you know, newsroom1.com, newsroom2.com, you know, up to 100. Obviously, that's not the, that, that's not the domains. I'm just giving you an example. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the press release would get syndicated across all of those newsrooms that are themed for home services. Because, again, um, you know, it's better if your press release is on a newsroom that's all to do with the sort of like the same niche. It's all to do with real estate or it's all to do with health or it's all to do with food. Whereas you don't want one press release about food, one press release about saunas, another press release about, you know, uh, racing bikes. Uh, there's no kind of relevance there. So what we're trying to do is create relevance and, of course, you know, make them all do follow links so that when someone orders through LinkDaddy, they get the no-follow links from all the media sites, but then they can pay extra to syndicate across our newsrooms to get those 100 do-follow backlinks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I have the last question about the future of press releases. Can you share... Uh, what kind of future uh, companies need to forecast today? Do do they need to jump on this field? Or uh, in the future, it's probably will be dying. <laughs> Who knows? Just share your thoughts about that. I don't think press releases are going away at all. Uh, because, you know, because, you know, Google's latest update, it's all about the brand. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. it's, you know, they're, they're really looking at branded anchor text um, and it's all about branding. That's what that's the whole purpose of the press release is to get mentions about your brand. I can't see press releases going away. There's, um, you know, millions of dollars have been invested in the systems and platforms and sites. And, of course, all the all the newspapers, all those news companies now have websites. They want those press releases. You know, before they used to print a newspaper and distribute that newspaper, but not many people reads, you know, read a physical newspaper anymore. So all the news companies have gone digital. And, of course, they want that content. And, of course, they, you know, because they want to get the traffic to get the readers onto their site so that they can sell the advertising around that content so mm -hmm. i don't see press releases going away at all mm -hmm. yeah got it uh by the way yeah forget about the question asad ask how we can make personalized brand on linkedin it's not related to our topic but you mentioned about it's uh, important to have brand yeah yeah I mean, I, I do have an account on LinkedIn, but every time I go into LinkedIn, I'm, I'm just spammed to death. 
So for me, LinkedIn, LinkedIn really doesn't offer any value to me whatsoever. So I wouldn't necessarily invest a lot of time in a LinkedIn profile. I mean, it's good to have, uh, just like a Pinterest is good to have. It, it kind of depends on your business. Like if you're an accountant or a lawyer or something like that, or you're a Fortune 500 company or something, you know, well then, you know, people use LinkedIn to do a bit of research on your company to see who the CEO is, to see who the OOO or whatever the OOCs or see all the different, you know, the the hierarchy of the organisation. Um, you know, but for the average Joe Blow, you know, the roofing company, the chiropractor, I mean, I don't think anybody uses LinkedIn to find a chiropractor or a roofing company. It's, it's, it has some SEO value. It has some branding value as far as, you know, it's another link about your brand. But as far as getting traffic and, uh, you know, getting a lot of, you know, customers from LinkedIn, I don't think it really is the, is the right medium. YouTube. Uh, is, is a good medium for a lot of businesses like uploading. I, I get a lot of uh, customers from YouTube because they see my videos. Uh, you know, they're upset with the service that they were receiving. And so now they're reaching out to me. So uh, I think that's important for a lot of businesses, especially e-commerce and Shopify. They can use videos to, you know, explain the product, how to use the product. Uh, if it's a roofing company, they can show people, hey, look, here's what the problem is with this roof and this is what we're going to do to fix it. Uh, oh, and now here's that roof and, you know, here's, here's, here's uh, the finished product. So you can use video uh, to really educate a lot of people. So I think a lot of people should be investing into YouTube rather than, you know, doing a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. Get a LinkedIn profile, yes. You know, get a banner, get a logo, fill out all the information, but don't spend all your time on LinkedIn. And unless mm -hmm. it's, you know, unless you're in the type of business where the traffic that you need is on LinkedIn, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think all platforms have disadvantages and disadvantages, advantages. Yeah, it yeah. depends, of course. Yeah, I know yeah. that some companies... Uh, are getting a lot of customers from LinkedIn. You know, they set up this the right message and yeah, they earn a lot. So I think it depends, but uh, uh, for me, it's better to find social media where you enjoy your time. For example, if you like YouTube, you can get customers on YouTube. You can get customers on TikTok if you love what you do and create the right message, the right uh, videos uh, for your target audience, you can cover them. So I think uh, it's more about consistency and loving your, uh, yeah, your sharing on social media. So think think about it. Think about it like fishing holes, you know, mm -hmm. like if you love fishing, you know, you're always, you know, talking to people about, Hey, you know, where are all the fish, you know, you're getting any bites uh, and so, you know, pe you know, fishing people who love fishing, they're always interested where the fish are. So if you're in business, you've got to go where the fish are. So you've got to think about your business. You're the fisherman. And so you've got to think about, well, out of all of these media platforms like YouTube and Google and LinkedIn and Pinterest and TikTok, they're all fishing holes. So, you know, where, where are your fish? And then you go there and you start fishing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, totally. Exactly. Uh, thanks a lot, Tony, for uh, taking no uh, your time, for sharing this value. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. 
Uh, well, you can go to YouTube and type in Link Daddy, or you can go to Google and type in Link Daddy. Uh, you'll you'll definitely find this is the brand. This is the color. You know, uh, hold on, I'm backwards here. Link Daddy, LinkDaddy.com. Mm -hmm. You'll definitely find me. Okay, yeah. guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. Big pleasure. Love Thanks, it. Thanks, Thank Always you. welcome back, you know, to share more value with my audience. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.